What's up, you guys? It's Sheer Sincere. Welcome to today's segment. It is Veterans Day, November 11th, 2020. It's a, you know, gray, cloudy day, but I thank the Lord that I'm alive, that I'm breathing, that I'm well, I'm healthy, and I'm strong, and I take nothing that he's doing for me for granted. Not even him waking me up and opening my eyes today am I taking for granted. So I praise his holy name and I pray that all is well with all of you. I really appreciate you tuning in today to hear the word, hear what I have to say and how I would love to be able to encourage you today to be your best you can be and to follow the calling on your life, um, the will of God and just, you know, live a good life. Do what's right. You know, let's grow up and start doing mature things, you know? Okay, so I praise Almighty God for this day. And I thank you all for coming in and helping me, supporting me. Um, I pray all as well with your families. And I pray that you get some kind of encouragement, motivation from this word today. And that you will walk away thinking thinking. All right, (laughs) here we go. So today's topic is wrapped around who you are and who are you becoming. Who you are can be for, I guess, the older, you know, people my age maybe, okay, 40s, in the 40s, you know enough. How about that? Who are you? And then the young people from, you know, from the early teens, from maybe like 15, 16, up to like 40, who are you becoming? And I say these ages, mainly the younger one, because I want to get there where their mind is able to be more self-aware of who they are, you know? Um, I think about 15, 16, they kind of, I mean, 15, 16, did I know where I was? I'm thinking, hmm. Kind of, not really, probably. But, you know, that's where they can start to sense out their self-awareness. So, um, yeah, here we go. This is about how God is telling us, people, my brothers and sisters, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in Psalm 139.14. This is what he says. Because I like to start with scripture. I want you guys to hear the word from God. Here we go. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. It says in Psalm 139.13, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. So God made us. I mean, he, he know what he wants us to be. He knew from the beginning of who we would become. You know, who he made us to become. And if we would take, you know, our will and put it to the side and follow his will for our life. Ask him for guidance about who he wants us to be, you know, where he wants us to go. So he says in his word through his prophets, David that um, we are fearfully, wonderfully made. 
fearfully. What does fearfully mean? Fearfully. We are fearfully made. That means exceedingly, extremely, exceptionally, remarkably, uncommonly. We're not common. Each and one of us are unique. We're not common. So stop trying to be like everybody else. We're not common. You know, we're individuals. Be your own person. Don't have to follow the the ways of this world and conform to any degree. You are extraordinarily made. Okay, that is what fearfully made means. That's the first part, right? And wonderfully. What does wonderfully mean? Wonderfully means... It's in a, the definition of wonderfully is in a, in a way that inspires delight or admiration extremely well, like, or extremely well. You're, you're made wonderfully, extremely well in a way that's going to inspire people to love who you are because you're, you're made so well that what God made you, he made us all to be, you know, living a righteous life, to be obedient to him, to be living and walking in spirit. You know, he wants us, that's all for us, for each and every one of us. And we as individuals that he made us have to decide whether or not we want to believe his word, believe his word through the Holy Spirit, believe his word, and know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made knowing that no one can compare us, can try to demean us, belittle us, knock us down, talk bad about us, and let it make it or think that it's going to affect us in any way because guess what? We are fearfully and wonderfully made by our creator, the Lord God. He created us fearfully and wonderfully. So I don't care what anyone has to say. I am unique. I'm an individual. In God's eyes, I'm what he wanted me to be. So you don't have to like me. You don't have to love me. But I know who I'm loved by unconditionally, from my head to my toe, from in to the out. God. You know? So that's all that matters. You can say what you want, think what you want, believe what you want, and that's it. But I'm just trying to be real with you guys, you know? Trying to be real. So, yeah. Who are you becoming? Who are you becoming, my people? Who are you, my people? From childhood to now, as an adult, you know, an older adult. Who are you becoming? Who have you become? Have you become what everyone told you you would become? You know, those aunties and those uncles and those nanas and those papas and those grandmas and those grandmas and those friends, cousins, brothers, sisters, whoever. Put it in your ear, put it in your mind for you to think that you were not enough or that something was wrong with you or something was different. Like, why you got to be like that? For an example, some kids are, you know, talked to any kind of way by an adult, which I feel is wrong because children have feelings, they have emotions, they have thoughts, they have ideas, they have everything you have. It's just not developed to the fullness yet, okay? But it's developing, and that's the problem. As they're developing, they're soaking in a lot, taking and changing and doing a lot that they don't even know about. 
So what you're saying to them really matters. How you're saying it to them really matters. You know, you got those kids that grow up as adults now being insecure about who they are, about how they look. It could be from their skin color being too dark, they think, or maybe too light. I don't know. From them thinking they're not so smart. To not knowing their worth and their value in God's eyes because, you know, no one taught them, no one said it to them. They didn't see it, you know, um, displayed or put on for learning around them. They No one really displayed that kind of behavior around them. Instead, they were told that they were too dark or why you, you know, you made jokes about how they looked or, you know, told them they weren't so smart because you don't know that you're dumb. We called dumb or called stupid. You know, told them that you don't matter or who cares about you. So things like that mocked their little um, brains and, you know, instilled in their little brains that that was true. That their that their perception that you that adult had on them or had for them was true, and that maybe everybody feels that way about them. So you really have to watch as you are an adult. You know, treat others how you want to be treated. Period. That's how God said it. Period. That's what you need to do. It goes for adults too. You know, because we should be knowing better than that. To put down a little child or to joke about a child in any kind of way that's damaging to them, that can damage their self-esteem, their in, you know make them insecure or hurt their feelings, even though feelings are come and go, and you just have to have trust in the Lord and not fear and not be letting your feelings be um, manipulated or controlled by the actions of others or, you know? And then, you know, you got people comparing us to others, you know, from a child. You got your mom, your uncle, everybody, your family comparing you to your brother, your sister, or saying you're not as smart as them, or you're not as this as them. And you start believing those lies, those little insults. And it shapes your mind on how you think the world perceives you, period. And you get become an adult, and then you think those things about people. And not even consciously, consciously do you think it. It's like unconsciously, you just like, you know, have it already planted in your brain, already planted in your thought process and your state of mind and your way of thinking about yourself, you know? Because self-awareness, when does that begin, you know? When do you start being more self-aware of who you are, what you like, your personality, things you don't like, you know, things you like to do, things that make you sad, things that make you happy, what? How do you, when do you start learning those things? Usually in like your, you know, your early teens, late teens, you're starting to come into yourself and trying to figure out some things about yourself and, you know, getting a solid foundation going on. But the best part is when you have um, godliness in your life because you have a role model. You have examples of people who are living in the spirit, who know God, who, who knows the rewards and the promises that he has for you and um, every believer that's out there that trusts him and has faith in him. Those are the things that we need to be shaping our minds of our children with. How beautiful they are, how handsome they are, how smart they are, how they can do anything. 
how they are brave, how they are strong, you know, how they're so helpful and caring. Tell them the good qualities about them and make them a better person. Help them grow up with self-esteem that's risen and not conceited in any way, but to be sure of who they are and know that they are loved and they are needed, they are wanted. You know, it's so crucial for their development. It really is. Because otherwise they're going to have a hard time in society, forming relationships, lasting friendships, and, you know, um, being able to socialize and interact with others. It's going to be tricky for them. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a challenge. So prepare your children, the children around you, the youth around you. Encourage each other. As adults, encourage each other. Don't let each other down. Don't put each other down. Encourage, love, forgive. Have peace in your life. Have patience with others. Have patience with yourself and know that you don't have to be perfect for anyone. You don't have to live up to the standards for anybody, what they have on your life, what they think you should do, what they think you should be. Come on. Find it within yourself. What do you like to do? What do you, what makes you happy? What makes you feel good when you do it? What makes other people smile about you? What, you know, do you think you have to offer to this world that God has created you to do? Ask him to show you why he created you. What is your purpose? How can you be a servant to him, how can he be how can he use you? Tell him that you want to be used by him. That you want to bless others. Through him. For him. By him. Okay? So I'm just saying, this is what is about you guys. Knowing that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. God of heaven has blessed you with uniqueness within and with externally, with with characteristics that's only yours, no one else's. Okay, yeah, you have DNA from your parents, you share that, but you still are your own person, you know? And it's just unique how he made us. So this, every time you're looking in the mirror and you're getting a little down on yourself, you're thinking like, oh, man, I don't look too pretty today. Oh, my gosh, look at my hand. Look at, I just don't feel good. I don't know. Or you're looking in the mirror saying, man, I look banged up. Like, what's going on? You know, like, gosh, I look terrible. Just know who's looking down on you, who, who made you, and who's saying to you, no, my beloved. No, my beloved. No, my son. No, my daughter. No. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are unique. You are loved. You are awesome. You are smart. You're all those good things. You know, by the grace of God, by his mercy, we can become everything that's the best of us. You know, through him, he's going to shine it through you, and you're going to be so awesome, more awesome. (laughs) I mean, the best you could ever be. Through him, through the love of him, the trust of him, the faith in him. And I just leave that with you guys. And I want you to know, I want you to ask yourself, you know. Next time you feel down and out, who am I? 
Who am I? I'm a child of God. I'm who he says I am. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am loved. I have the fruit of the spirit. You know? Great is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I have no fear of man. I have no fear of anything. You know? God is the censor of my life. I trust him. I have faith in him. I know he's going to see me through any tough time, anything that I go through, any adversity. He's going to give me strength. So how can you encourage someone else today? Come on, encourage someone else with this word, you guys. I know this is making you feel good, making you really think like, who cares what anybody has to say? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am unique for a reason. I'm not supposed to look like you, be like you, talk like you, act like you at all. I don't have to think like you either. Because I have my own thoughts, my own feelings, my own wants, my own needs, my own everything. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So who can you tell this to today? You see someone down, let them know you are unique, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God said it in his word. Psalm 139, 14, read it to them. Let them know how unique and wonderfully made they are. Extremely well they are made. Extremely. They are exceptionally made. They are so awesome. So I hope this encouraged you guys today, encouraged you a little bit more than what you were already, and stay true to yourself, stay in the word, um, walk away from temptation, be strong, be strong, and watch how you're talking to people. Watch how you're talking to people when you get upset, when you get aggravated, when you are annoyed, when you're not feeling good, when whatever is not going right for you. Watch how you're talking to people, to children, to other adults, to people of authority, to people that may be not as understanding of you or, you know, not cognitively um, developed as you are in some ways or, you know, have patience with others. So... That's what I leave with you guys today. How can you encourage someone today to know they are loved and to be the best they can be? Go out there, spread the faith, spread the word, and do what's right. Love yourself and love others like you want them to love you. Have respect for you. Have respect for others. Small, big, little, you know, old, whatever. Have respect for everybody. Because everybody deserves that. You know, we're all individuals. We all have things that we need. And um, I know I'm babbling now, you guys. So I just want to tell you that. Encourage each other. Encourage yourself. And I praise all you guys with all my grace and my mercy that I can give to you. And through God, I pray that this has blessed you, this word, and... I'm just happy. I thank you for this time. And until we meet again, you guys, between this microphone, peace, I'm out. She is sincere.